Week 10 of the NFL season kicks off tonight, so you know what that means. It's time to make our picks today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Joe, um, one of my favorite annual traditions happened this morning as we recorded, and I'd like to ask you a question. And I, I, I know we've discussed it. I think I know the answer. But for the people and those who may be new to the program, I have to set set this bit up as we get started here with Week 10 uh, properly. Does your wife consume The Bachelor? Not at all. Are you familiar with the new version, The Golden Bachelor? Yeah, I saw the highlights for this. Uh, older dude. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's you know, the, the, the age demographic of the participants is different. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, my wife is a very avid consumer of mm-hmm. all the bachelor programming. Mm-hmm. I hate it. And she asked me to watch it. And I say, I'm going to let you enjoy your thing and not pollute it with my negativity. But every year I'll take one episode and I'll sit down and it, it won't even be the start of the episode. It'll be about halfway through. And I'll just watch. And she's like, Oh, this is nice. You're watching with me. And then with about 10 minutes left, I will say, What's going to ha- like who's going home at the end of the episode? And every year I get it right. And I stand up and I walk away and I say, and that's why I don't watch it. Because if you know the production cues, if you know the leads that they bury throughout the show, the subliminal storylines that they drum up and who gets a little extra attention. And it just happened this morning. I sat down. It was the date before the hometowns and they're at the carnival. Okay. There's five ladies and Gary and they're out on a date and, I'm watching these individual one-on-one interactions. I'm like, he's giving her a rose. She's going home. She's going home. She's getting a rose and she's going home. Sure enough, it happened. Right. I'm surprised she wants you to keep watching it with you. She doesn't. Not okay. she's like, did, did you looked it up? I'm like, no, I didn't look it up. But <laughs> if if you get how they sew together every episode and how there's like they look for this, it's like hard knocks, right? You very quickly identify when you watch hard knocks like who the people are going to be. You don't know whether or not that guy's going to make the roster or not, but you quickly like from a production standpoint can ID. Oh, this is going to be one of the guys. Well, it sounds like you need to start a podcast locked on bachelorette and, Mm. and just, just offer the takes and really just be an expert on that. I I mean, I think, Talk about career evolution. I, I think that's what I think that's what I've taken away from this. I, I'll have to get uh, new locked on edition Mike Renner on. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, there I, it I'm is. On. Me and Mike can do there it. There it is. So, Mike, there's your invitation. We'll do, wow. we'll do locked on Bachelor, and uh, we'll have a good time. Well, you so. knew Mike was toast pretty quick in his series, right? Like, <laughs> that's what. 
wasn't some casual it. camera time. Right, yeah. But yeah, he made it past it. the first cutoff. So that that's that's right. the crowning achievement of is right. he didn't go home on the opening night. Right. Um takes on takes tomorrow, Kyle Krabs. Takes on takes um, tomorrow. So on this YouTube video, please leave comments with your takes. Uh they've been really good lately. So keep it up and we look forward to getting into them tomorrow. So let's get into week 10 of the NFL season. Starting with Thursday night football. The nice barn burner, the, the barn burner that is two rookie quarterbacks starting on yeah. Thursday night football. Tyson Bajan starting for the Shadow Bears. Everybody thought Justin Fields would be back. They said, psych. Mm-hmm. It's Bajan versus Bryce Young. Yep. Oh, boy. Uh, I'll watch it. Of course. I'll watch it. I'll gladly watch it. But, uh, I, I, dude, I'm just going to go short, short week home team. That's that's my whole process here. Picking the, the picks, yeah. Picking the Bears. I'm picking the Panthers. Oh God, this is your new thing. Like the most like weirdest games just go different than me. All well, right. and 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 as an update, uh, through nine weeks of this season, you and I have picked every game and pick them, and we were separated by three games. Yeah, we so, both went ten and four last week. It was a good week. We had a great week last week, yeah. and we had two um, different. We of course we split them. Because I was an idiot and thought the Giants could beat the Raiders, but <laughs> I didn't have a good pick either. Um, the spread for FanDuel has this. This was as of this morning, correct? You pulled the spreads. Yep. Uh, minus three yep. for Chicago at home. Uh, our roster rank, power rankings, which we do for the show with the grading the rosters, has this at Chicago minus two and a half. So therefore, the show is taking Carolina to cover the three because it's a half point lower on our end with our methodology joe versus everybody joe versus bear, the show bear, bear down bear down hey my bears they got they got they got experience at thursday night i saw it against washington it was pretty special dj moore mr thursday night himself going against his fa- former team the, the there's a lot of fun storylines too with this being the number one overall pick trade that happened last oh, year yeah. and yeah so the Bears well, win Chicago, no matter what. Chicago's coming out winning either way, right? <laughs> you got, you're playing the team that you also have their first round pick. It's week ten, and you guys have three wins combined. You're gonna be all right. Pedal <laughs> the metal, baby. Let's go. Right. This is one they can cut it loose. Uh, Germany game. Yeah. The Colts and the Patriots. This would technically be a home game for the Patriots, um, but it is Indianapolis. Fanduel has spread at uh, Colts minus one and a half. Games are weird this week, Kyle. There's not a whole lot of like certainty with with the picks this week. Um, I am going to pick the Colts. I'm picking the Colts. I'm I'm also picking the Colts. I have. It's more about the Patriots for me than it's about the Colts. Right. The team is spiraling. Yeah, and there's 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 a fun factor with the Colts. They score. it's a it's a weird game. Like I don't know, like Belichick in Germany. That just seems weird to me. I I don't know. I feel like a like a younger Colts team would be kind of enthusiastic about the opportunity. You know, first year coach. Everyone's kind of playing for something. I think that they can give a spirited effort there overseas and get a dub. I'm going with the Colts and and the Patriots. Just a few weeks after trading for J.C. Jackson for reinforcements, yeah. weird. Voluntarily leave him home this week because he was 
late for a, what was it a meeting or a flight before last week's game? And late for a meeting, I think it was because it was home for them. And um, he didn't start the JC Jackson didn't start the game. And now he got left home. So everything's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, Colts and show has Colts minus five as a neutral site game. Uh, it would be Colts minus draft dudes do math three and a half for a home. And we factor out point and a half for the, the home field advantage as compared to the traditional three with how we score it. So uh, we are taking the Colts no matter what to cover the spread as well. If one and a half. Houston, Cincinnati. I didn't know if you wanted to sneak another one in, but yeah, let's do, let's, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Uh, I mean, I really want to pick the Texans. They're a fun team. Yeah, I got no reason to think they would actually pull this off going to Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't either. So, um, we're both picking the the Bengals yeah. to win the game. Yeah, Bengals Bengals stay hot. Texans are fun, but this is this is uh, legit stuff here. Lou Anarumo defense against Stroud. That's a real challenge. Of course, we know Cincinnati's finding themselves on offense. I, they're at home. I, I think they win the game. Yep, I think there's enough there. And the spread at FanDuel is minus six and a half. We have it at minus eight. So the show is picking Cincinnati to cover the six and a half. So in a perfect world here, this is 31-24 Bengals. They win the game, so we get to pick them. They cover the seven or the six and a half with a touchdown margin of victory, and everybody goes home happy for a game. So that, that's... You want to talk about being home and being happy. It's the access that you have to DoorDash because DoorDash, man, the convenience is off the charts. Cal, they bring you whatever you want. They bring you groceries. They'll bring you something from the convenience store. They'll bring you food food from your favorite local restaurants. It's an incredible service, and I love getting food from my favorite local restaurants. Lately, I've been on a Rosario's kick. It's an Italian joint that's here in town, and they got great pizza. They got great garlic knots. I love their chicken parm. My daughter eats spaghetti for dinner, uh, I think, every single night. So it's nice for us to be able to DoorDash that over and get it right away. So check out DoorDash. You know, we're all busy. We're all trying to find time to get to the grocery store or make dinner. DoorDash can just handle that for you. So stop worrying about all those things and let DoorDash pick up that food for you. Get those groceries and give yourself some more time. We got a deal here. Get 50% off up to a $10 value. When you spend $15 or more on your first order, when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms apply. Again, don't forget to use code LOCKED23 for 50% off up to a $10 value on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more, subject to change, terms apply. Our next game. The New Orleans Saints are favored by two and a half on the road against the Minnesota Vikings. Boy, oh boy. Um, inconsistency meets resiliency, right? <laughs> yeah, like what are we doing here? Um, something tells me I should pick the Saints. I really should. Um, you can continue to buy into the Vikings being able to figure it out, and I give them a lot of credit. I've given them a lot of flowers, but can we be real here? Like they're just really shorthanded. And I respect them a lot, but I, I think the, the Saints should win the game. And so I'm picking the Saints. Right. And this this is where I think the the human element uh, of how we have our methodology is kind of tough because we have Minnesota covering the two and a half points and at home technically being favored, like at a neutral site, we'd favor the Saints. But with Minnesota playing at home, we technically have it Vikings minus one. So the show is picking the Saints to cover or the, the Vikings to cover two and a half. 
a quarterback with second game and Justin Jefferson's practice window just opened. Mm-hmm. I'm going Saints. You'd, you'd like to think, although watch that Vikings defense getting after the right. offensive line and Derek Carr making bad decisions. That's their pathway to win the game. There's a path. Very for sure. Happen. Right. And they're home. And they're home. It's loud, that big horn. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's the weird the teams. Weird things happen mm. when these two teams play, right? So, right, yeah, going back for forever. Uh, Packers in the Steel City to play the Pittsburgh Steelers, Joe. The games are not easy to pick this week. Um, I, I think an opportunistic Pittsburgh defense is what I'm leaning into here against a mistake prone Green Bay offense that's really young. I think. That that's like my X factor. So I'm at home, and I have an opportunistic defense against a, a, a an offense that that really is fluttering. I'm going Pittsburgh. I would be more apt to pick Green Bay if Cam didn't just come back on the defensive line for the Steelers too. When you Stug. consider how how down Green Bay is on their offensive line, getting that kind of reinforcement back is. Not going to bode well. So those Steelers, who we just love so much, just going to continue to six and three Steelers, baby. <laughs> they win if they beat the Packers. It's exactly where they'll be. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are getting three points on or laying three points on FanDuel. Uh, we have it as Pittsburgh minus one. So we are picking the Packers to cover minus or plus three and a half, or plus three. So uh, I, I love the fact that you've already teed off twice and we've picked four games. Uh, that this is not an easy week to pick games because the unpredictability just continues down the list. I see at least four more games that I have zero mm. strong convictions on one way or another, and the next game is one of them with the Tennessee Titans and newly named starter, unquestioned regardless of health, Will Levis visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, we, we kind of bought in last week. We both picked Tampa to beat Houston, and our thought was, well, C.J. Stroud, not that great against Carolina, Todd Bowles' defense. Process was good. Yeah, and then C.J. Stroud said, points. he said, bet. That's what he said. <laughs> so what are we doing this week? We Same thing. Tampa's at home. Will Levis, you know, third career start, Todd Bowles' defense. Vea's back. Can they yep. bottle up the run? Like, yep. it feels like that's the right thing to do. Yep. But also, it's like Tennessee, high floor team. A little bit of a jolt here with Will Levis at quarterback. It's a tough, it's a tough situation. I, I, I think one of the underlying underrated storylines with Tennessee that we're not really talking about is their pass rush. I, I mean, really, their D line hasn't showed up. Harold Landry does not look like himself right now. I'm going to go with Tampa, but man, am I reluctant about it? I am picking the Titans to win this football game. Because for all the things that we talked about the last two days for the power rankings. And we made a big deal about when things are close, what makes the difference? The coaching. And there's not a lot of coaching disparities that I look at Mm. and feel worse about than Tampa trying to measure with Mike Rabel and his coaching staff. So um, I do think Tennessee's desire to run the football uh, will allow them to maximize Will Levis, and that will continue. probably until you you get a little bit more tape on him and get a feel for his tendencies as a player. It's still so fresh. There's not a lot to gauge on what they're doing different offensively. Uh, So I think that boost is enough. And and Levis has shown the moments not too big for him. I'm I'm picking the Titans to win the game. Uh, Our 
Picks against the spread. Tampa's favored by one and a half at home. The show with the roster rankings have it as Tampa minus four. So we are picking Tampa to not only win, but cover one and a half, which if they win, that's pretty easy to do. But mm-hmm. that's where we're at. San Francisco. People call people call me a uh, Titans hater. Here it is. More, yep, more, evi- didn't, more didn't, evidence. Didn't Titans. Right. I'm the only Kyle against the show. Right. There it is. That's Everybody's your on the Bucks except for Kyle. That's fine. The 49ers yep. on the road coming out of their bye, playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. Also coming favored, out of their bye. Also coming out of their bye. And they are favored on the road by three points. I like Jacksonville, Kyle. Really? Yeah, I like them at home. I like their ability to play the run. I think they have athletes in the back seven. I think they have the better quarterback in this game. I it's Rock fun. Here. It's fun. Two two Rock pretty good offensive here. minds here coming out of a bye. It's going to be interesting. Which one's playing better? The Jags. 49ers need it. But I like the Jags at home. My pick in this game is going to be predicated on Trent Williams. Ooh, if Trent, well, caveat if Trent, here. If Trent Williams plays, I will pick the 49ers. If Trent Williams does not, I do not think they have the offensive line. We, we've talked about this offensive line construction and mm-hmm. the idea idea behind it and how the scheme and the angles and the Shanahan run game, I don't want to say mitigates the offensive line, but it allows the offense to still be successful. But much of that is just because of how dominant Trent Williams is and, and how much of an impact he can individually have up front. And if you don't have that against this defensive line, I don't like it. But, and it doesn't sound good, to be honest. There was alluded to the ankle injury, um, all 49ers on SI with an update, did not practice on Wednesday. Um, Ankles injury may be, Williams' ankle injury may be worse than originally thought after how Kyle Shanahan described it during his press conference. Uh, quote, he's got a lot of history in there with stuff. It didn't show up as high ankle sprain or anything like that. But when you've had that over your your career, there's a number of things with how it's taking longer than expected to heal. Uh, but it is more more than a just a low ankle sprain. Okay. Well, I will not? pick. I will pick San Francisco for now. It, in your caveat, Trent Williams doesn't Trent Williams play. Does, you switch Trent to Jacksonville. Williams does not dress. I'm coming right. back to Jacksonville. I've done that a couple times, so you, welcome, welcome to do it. Uh, the show spread will be exactly the same because it is very close to the actual spread, and the departure of Trent Williams, if he does not play, would flip how we favor the spread. Right now, it's San Francisco minus three. The show is on that for San Francisco to cover, but if Trent Williams does not play and you adjust the the roster and then you adjust the, the scoring that they get, it would tilt towards Jacksonville. Browns yeah. at Browns. Ravens, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Game of the time slot, probably. Really? I'm, I'm definitely watching Niners and Jaguars. Mm. Well, no, it's non-conference. Feels like there's more at stake for the... It just seems more interesting to me. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I just I know I know how low San Francisco is in your NFC power ranking, so I didn't think you. <laughs> um, Browns are are underdogs by six points, and Baltimore waxed them the first time they played. And this Baltimore defense is playing lights out. 
right now. Browns defense too, right? Browns defense statistically is up there with just about anybody in just about any category. Ravens at home. Ravens at home to pick to win the game. Uh, I am inclined to agree with you. I do think this is kind of the stretch for Baltimore. Um, where they've been hot, right? Mm-hmm. They've beat the Cardinals. The game was a lot more dominant than the seven-point discrepancy would say. They beat the Ra- uh, the Lions by 32. They beat the Seahawks by 34. They went overseas and beat the Titans. And that game was a lot closer than the eight-point final differential. Like they- They've played really well the last four weeks. I think we are getting into the stretch where Baltimore – is going to be due for a letdown. Could it happen this week? Could you overlook the Browns as a divisional opponent when you have the Bengals looming next week? I don't know. Just kind of throwing it out there. If, if Baltimore does not perform to expectation, uh, law of averages, right? I'm a big proponent of law of averages, and they've played really, really well the last month. But you're picking Baltimore. But I'm picking Baltimore to win the game. And the All show right, had. The show has it. The exact spread that FanDuel has is what our show has. So we're taking the Ravens to, to cover minus six. All right. The four o'clock slate, Sunday night football and Monday night football all coming up. But look, we spend a lot of time talking together. You and I, we get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. I'm really thankful for that connection that we have. And today I want our chat to be a little more personal. So whether you're on extended travel bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered, my friend. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply, even ED generics for Cialis, Viagra, and Revatio prescriptions. So go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. And remember to use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. So if you or someone you love would like to get some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember, use our promo code locked on for a discount. Okay, Joe. Our first game in the four o'clock window is the Atlanta Falcons at the Arizona Cardinals. And this is the return of one Kyler Murray. And that's obviously exciting for Arizona uh, and their opportunity as they trend towards a high draft pick to evaluate. Do we want to do the thing that we have done in the past and reinvest in a quarterback if we get an abnormally high draft pick? Do we want to try to target, say, Marvin Harrison Jr. to play with Kyler? Right? Like there, there's this is a big window for Arizona to evaluate the coaching staff and the talent and then evaluate Kyler within the system that presumably you're going to be running because you hired Jonathan Gannon at the start of this season. Meanwhile, Atlanta is the opponent and a reeling team. Um, man, did Arthur Smith have another doozy of a press conference yesterday with his oh, five, did he? I missed it. five minute rant on why B. John Robinson only has like two red zone touches or something, man. He was, yeah, Tyler, he Algier, was um, Tyler Algier is statistically speaking one of the best short yardage backs in football, even though I think B. John Robinson. Arthur Smith played, will be sure to let you know of that in the press conference. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but I'm pretty sure st- actually statistically speaking, B. John Robinson is twice as effective in short yardage situations as, as Tyler Algier is. So, um, Kyle, I'm, Kyle, I am not the biggest Kyler fan, um, and especially 
first game action. He's not been calloused up, right? I mean, like this is not only hard for a player to return, but at a position like quarterback where there's Mm -hmm. been no game reps in this offense, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And I know that Atlanta has not played as well, but we know some of their talent on defense and how that's been good at times this year. I I like Atlanta. I like Atlanta to win this game. Okay. So there's part of me that wants to pick Arizona, but I have bad news for you. Do you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is Friday the 10th of November. Oh, is it Call of Duty or something? Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare releases tomorrow. Put your life savings on the Falcons. (laughs) Smash the Falcons. I get the the Falcons to win straight up. Uh, I do think the Kyler return is is probably impacting this spread a pretty fair amount. It's only Atlanta minus one and a half on the road against Arizona. Um, I think they'll be able to run the football regardless of whether or not you're using the right running back to do it or not. Um, and, and we have them comfortably covering minus one and a half for Atlanta on the road. The Detroit Lions are visiting the L.A. Superchargers, who have climbed back to 500, Joe, mm-hmm. with a thrilling victory on Monday night against the New York Jets. 27 if, to 6 was the score there? Uh, yeah, it featured a punt return touchdown that effectively the game was over as soon as that happened. Mm. Um, I think eight of Chargers' 11 possessions offensively ended in punts. So the question that, is, yeah. can this offense get going a little bit? Because they scored 27 points. They did not play with an offensive output of 27 points against the Jets. I like the Lions, Kyle. Uh, Lions off their bye, going up against a Chargers team that is on a short week, going back from New Jersey to L.A. Uh, I think the Lions are a hungry football team. The last time they played was that was it that Ravens loss? They're going to get shellacked, if I'm not mistaken, into their bye. Coming out of it now, it's time I to... There, I think there was another game. Was there a game in between? I just I think you're going to get a focused Lions football team that is ready to go on a run here down the stretch. And the Chargers are... I mean, they're a talented football team, and they're at home, and I respect that. But I just like the dynamics of Detroit right now better than L.A. Give me the Lions. So I think, uh, the, the game that was in between was the Lions played on Monday night against the Raiders. The swan song, swan song for yeah, Josh McDaniels. Um, what's has me a little leery about that game, this game, is the Lions did turn the ball over three times against the Raiders. And the Chargers have started to show a little bit of spunk. They have seven turnovers in the last three games played. They, they played the Bears in there. You say, okay. They have three turnovers against Jets. At three or two turnovers against the Chiefs. The defense, the last two weeks, less than 300 total yards of offense. They have not allowed 100 yards rushing since week three against Minnesota. This one's a coin toss game for me. Um, I will begrudgingly pick the Lions because of the rest and bye week dynamics. If the all th- if all of the things were equal, I would pick the Chargers to win this game. Show has uh, Lions minus five. Actual spread is Lions minus three. So we're the show is picking Detroit to cover Detroit minus three. Shortest game of the week here. I don't think we have to say much. Yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys at home against the Giants, regardless of who's starting a quarterback, Matt Barkley or Tommy DeVito or whatever else is going on. Uh, resounding Cowboys line is Dallas minus 16 and a half. We're taking our chances with Dallas minus 16 and a half. 
because I I, I don't know that that New York will score. <laughs> if you set a team total for for New York, what number would you set for this game? Uh, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. I take the under. That gives them that gives them wiggle room for a touchdown and a two point conversion. Right. That's why I put it at eight and a half. Yeah, I, and I would not hesitate at all to take the under. So Washington going all the way across the country to play the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle is favored on FanDuel by six points. I like Seattle at home in a pick 'em game. I'm not dismissing Washington because I think pick they're em. a scrap scrappy team, but that's a big trip. Um and I mean both teams are in it, right? Seattle Washington's a game out of the playoffs right now. Um but Seattle yeah. kind of has a bigger opportunity to win their division if they can string together wins. And I'm sure they're looking at Jacksonville and the Niners and thinking this is a great opportunity. I think they're the better team picking them at home. Well, shame on me as a Dolphins guy for doing this. But Washington has four wins and they're four and five and they're kind of in the thick of it. They played the Cardinals, the Broncos, the Bears, the Falcons, the Giants, and the Patriots thus far this season. Eagles twice. Well, yeah, and they lost them both. So I don't play them competitively. Okay, but they still lost it both times. Um, At Seattle, at Dallas, Miami, at Rams, at Jets, 49ers, Cowboys. We're going to meet the road for this football team, and and we're going to come crashing back down to reality, and it starts this week. I'm picking Seattle, and our roster power rankings overwhelmingly like Seattle minus six. The Jets. How cruel is it that my team's on the bye and I got to wait for the Jets to play on Sunday night football and then I got to wait for the Bills to play on Monday night football? I'm already waiting this whole week away. Oh, so your your time as a Raiders and Broncos fan is going to come much later than you want. Correct. I, I'd love to just play one on Thursday and one on in Germany yeah. on at no. 9 a.m. and let's get them both out of the way early. Yeah. But instead, I got to wait as long as I possibly can. At least they're not playing each other on Monday night. The Jets... <laughs> are visiting Las Vegas to play the Raiders coming off of their uh, victory cigars in the locker. I guess they were probably just smoking the Josh McDaniels pack is what was actually happening. seemed pretty happy about that. The whole team lit up cigars after that win against the Giants. Um, I I think the Raiders are in for a little bit more of a rude awakening offensively against New York. That defense continues to play very, very well. Um, I'm picking the Jets to win because of the dynamics with the Raiders and their quarterback situation. I think the the fired coach bump uh, gets buffed pretty quickly here, and the Jets take care of business on Sunday night. I see it the same way. Um, Jets defense should really bottle up Vegas, and then I think the Jets can do enough against the Raiders' defense. The yeah, like I think it'll be okay. Uh, I mean, I'm like 13 to six type win, you know, something like that. Yeah. Give him 19. Nine, 19 to 6. Maybe maybe 7, 8. 19, no. nine, yeah. 19, to, 19 to 10. Not a lot of points. Not a lot of points. Uh, take the under in the game. Sure. What we're saying. Uh, we have four teams that are on buys. The Chiefs, Rams, Eagles, and Dolphins are on buys this week, which just leaves Monday Night Football. The Denver Broncos visiting the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Buffalo favored by 7.5 points. The show has it. Uh, as a double-digit spread, so the show is taking the Bills to cover minus seven and a half. Joe, I think we're both probably picking the Bills here, right? Yeah, the Bills are very good at not losing consecutive games. Um, back home, kind of need to have it. 
Denver off their bye, certainly playing a lot better. They've had the last three opponents under 20 points, which includes two against the Chiefs. But I think the Pills at home get this one done. And that defense has come alive ever since giving up 726 yards of offense in week three. There's nowhere uh, else to go but up, right? But they're they still, have, they've still given up the most yards per play, the second most points. Right, right. You know, know, oh, the worst defense in the league. is uh, Yeah, it's because they gave up three games worth offense in one game. Yeah, um, game. yeah. Fun fact about the Broncos defense, their yardage has gone down every week in succession since that game. They've given up less yards than the previous week, and they have had at least one turnover in five consecutive games, peaking with five against the Chiefs against before the bye. So oh, there's a there's a path for Denver. Let me tell you, there absolutely is. Well, and Baron Browning has has come back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. playing really good football. I remember some people that had a first round grade on Baron Browning. I don't forgot their names though. That's neither here nor there. That's going to do it for us here on this episode of Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. We are two people that did have a first round grade on Baron Browning, but that's. Neither here nor there. I digress. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great rest of your day. We will be back again tomorrow for Takes on Takes. So in the comments, leave your hottest takes for the week for week 10 of the 2023 NFL season. Peace.